This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. To me, morning sex is fabulous, and it's really, really underrated. When I wake up, I'm horny, and especially after sleeping next to him, just like tangled up in his body all night long, I was telling him, you're cocking me. We have our own relationship separate from you. When I fantasize about it or masturbate to it, it always revolves around her It's so fun to dominate a woman. If it's a threesome with somebody that I really care about, me keeping control of it's important. Really try to fulfill and go as far with your sexuality as you can. It doesn't get boring. It doesn't get old. And it's always evolving. I mean, that's the fun part. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday, guys. I hope you're doing wonderful out there. All right. Well, I have some just, I'm just going to do a mishmash of topics today. I'm currently out in Chicago where I am visiting with Cowboy N. And I'll tell you what, that guy just really inspires a lot of sexy ideas, thoughts, bullet points in my life. And I'm going to be sharing some of those with you today. And uh, a lot of what I'm going to talk about today, he's either the cause of, the source of, the subject of, or the inspiration of. (laughs) So it's kind of a, it's cowboy and uh, influenced highly in this episode. But the one thing I first want to start talking about is morning sex. I love it. Where do you guys weigh in on that? To me, morning sex is fabulous. And it's really, really underrated. But I gotta tell you, some of the best morning sex I've ever had is with Cowboy N. It's sort of bittersweet because he's usually getting up early, right? which, you know, when you go and you visit someone, you don't want to be getting up early. But I'm visiting him while he's working in different locations. And his job requires him to be there early. And I'll be snuggled up against him. And I sort of start to set my wake-sleep cycle around him, obviously. So I'm kind of rising earlier. And when I wake up, I'm horny. And especially after sleeping next to him, just like tangled up in his body all night long, I'll just wake up pretty horny. And of course, naturally, the first thing I start doing is I just start touching him. 
Now, let me tell you something. I really, really, I love the fact that I'm the instigator because I think I lead the instigation probably nine, nine to one, really, in my favor <laughs> when it comes to the morning sex instigation. That's a badge that I'm pretty proud of. I'll fly that flag proudly because I think men deserve to have things initiated on them as much as they're the initiators. But when it comes to the morning sex, hands down, yeah, I'm the instigator on that. And it's just fun. And, you know, I just, I'll start, I'm kind of reaching over and usually my hands are just around as midsection. And like I said, we've slept tangled up all night long. So there's just this constant connection, which is really super hot in and of itself. But then we start rousting and moving in the morning and my hands just start to sort of free roam. And I love just kind of start rubbing his midsection a little bit and then kind of up his chest and then kind of back down again and then slowly, slowly down. And then I'll just start kind of stroking him real slow. You know, again, just this is the other thing I love about morning sex is it's very slow and calm and rhythmic and controlled. I mean, nobody's just bursting into power fucking at 5 a.m. <laughs> I mean, maybe some of you are and hands down to you. God bless you if you are. But let me tell you, not this girl. I like it just kind of just real slow and sensual. And that's what the morning sex stuff kind of lends itself to. And I think almost because you can't kiss, you're less inclined to do deep and passionate kisses during morning sex because of morning breath, <laughs> that it lends itself more to just like the hands, a, a quick little peck, but then the hands, the hands sort of compensate and explore more all over someone's body because you can't sit there and make out with their face, which I'm a big fan of the make out. Trust me. I love a good make out. But when it's, like I said, 5 a.m. in the morning, let's say, and nobody's brushed their teeth yet, you're, <laughs> you're not trying to just swap a lot of spit mouth to mouth. But the rhythm, yeah, just the rhythmic part and the hands everywhere. Oh my gosh, to me, that is so, so fabulous. I absolutely love that stuff. So the hands going everywhere. And then you just start that slow tease. You know, you're just, again, the slow and light and precise and intentional strokes, but also just very light and ever so playful on his cock. You're not really going in for the gusto, but you're just kind of teasing it a little bit. And then boom, you get that just instant morning raging hard on. Now, that's another thing, guys, the morning hard ons. I love that guys are so rock hard in the morning and you just get to you know, you just, oh, you just get to take advantage of that. That is so, oh, it's so amazing. I mean, morning wood, it's like the gold standard. Why wouldn't you want, that's probably the strongest it's going to be for the whole entire day. So why would we waste that? How can we waste that? That's craziness to waste that. All that morning wood. Oh my gosh. No, don't waste that. No, no, no. And it's just like so nice and hard. 
Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. The funny part is, this happened the other morning. Literally, Cowboy Ann can still be asleep, like snoring. But I was telling him, you're conking me. We have our own relationship separate from you. Yeah, you can be asleep, but you know, your cock and I are on a date. Stuff is happening. And it's true. It does act and function and get blood flow independent of him in the early morning hours. Now, I think that I find that fascinating, quite frankly. And so listen, ladies, if you're pissed off at him, you can still have your fun morning sex. He can sleep right through it. It's just you and his cock. Okay, you and your relationship with his cock. If there's a little thruple going on there. And so anyway, it's just, oh, but the thing about those morning hard-ons, they are very strong and rock hard. And so capitalize on those. They're so much fun. The other nice thing about the morning sex is that it's not a big commitment, guys. I mean, let's face it. Ladies, they know what I'm talking about when I say this. Like when we commit to sex, it's usually, it's an event. It's going to go for a while. Has to be about you getting off, him getting off and doing this in an extended Olympic kind of version. You're also, you got to put more into it auditorily in the morning. Nobody cares. Nobody cares if you make a sound. And in fact, it actually feels better in the morning to be quieter. I don't know why. Again, we're not fully awake. We're not ready to talk through everything. We, we just, we're just waking up. <laughs> but the other, again, with the, with the time frame and the time commitment, well, first of all, you know somebody's got to get up and go to work for the most part, for most people anyway. So there is literally a time limit on this. This is kind of what we would call a quickie without the franticness of a quickie. That's what I love about it. Short time frame, minimal commitment, low auditory output. <laughs> this is a winner. This is a winner right here, folks. And it's slow and rhythmic. Ugh. All that sounds real, real good to me when I've just woken up and I don't want to be springing into action. I don't need to be the porn star. I just want to be the silent film star and get fucked. It is so nice. And then basically you start your day, well, filled up with a for me, then I get to start my day with a pussy full of cum. <gasps> and it's hot. And it leads to other things. It leads to sending your partner naughty, naughty videos later after the cum starts to drip out of you. It keeps you kind of horny all day. It really, really does. I mean, so much comes from 
great morning sex. I think you kind of feel better all day. You're happier. You're more satisfied. <laughs> and like I said, it's a low commitment, a low time frame commitment to get all that, to just get a great boost into your day. Oh my goodness. Yes, 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 people. Don't overlook the morning sex. It's just been so much fun having it while I'm here in Chicago with Cowboy N. Oh my gosh, I love it. It, uh, it really is the best part of waking up. It's not Folgers in your cup. It's come in your cup, come in your pussy. I don't know. Ooh, it's good stuff. It really is good stuff. And it doesn't, and you don't have to get, like I said, you don't have to get super sweaty, super physical, any of that stuff. You, It's just about how fast can the two of you get off and get on with your day with a, with a huge smile on your face. So there we go. The other thing that's been coming up for me while I'm here is just like, just like different fantasies. I don't know. There's this weird thing where I have always whiff-waffled, gone back and forth on whether or not I could have a threesome with Cowboy Ann. And on one hand, I think it would be super hot. And there's like these fantasies around doing that. And it's usually when I think about it, it's with some submissive girl. And this stuff's been popping through my head while I've been here. Some submissive girl. And she has to basically just please us and be our dirty little slut. And it always revolves for me, like when I fantasize about it or masturbate to it, it always revolves around her just sucking my clit while he's fucking me and getting me off over and over like that. Because I still have not experienced that scenario that th I just, I want that threesome scenario. I want a guy fucking me with a woman sucking my clit and making me come on his cock. I mean, that to me is so hot. I just, I want that. Ugh, I really do. I mean, it's such a turn on for me to think about that. And then there's times where I think like, okay, yeah, I could do that with Cowboy Ann. And that would be so hot just because of his dominant energy and how all that would play out. And I could jump in and be part of that dominant energy and exert my dominant side over another woman, which I love doing. It's so fun to dominate a woman. And oof, yeah, it is. Like if she's into it, oh my gosh, yes. When I used to do that with Jill, when I was with Jack and Jill, that was so fun. Yeah, I really did enjoy that. There really is a different dynamic when it's three. But since I was the third with the three, like I really kind of, I wonder what it's like to be in the other role, right? So when when you're the primary partner to the male and the other girl's the third, but I would really love a true submissive female as the third. And then I could just use her in any way I wanted and 
he could too. But I want I want to be more the director of that scenario. I don't know why. That's the thing. I think keeping control of it for me, if it's a threesome with somebody that I really care about, me keeping control of it's important. I'd want to do that. But I was saying how sometimes I I can't see myself in that type of scenario with Cowboy N because I feel like maybe I would it would bother me. And depending on my mood, sometimes I get genuinely would. I'm like, no, that would bother me. And then there can be other times like right now where I'm really sort of more in the, God, I think I would fucking love that. That is so hot. Like I can get into the hotness of that. And that's just been kind of rolling through my mind a lot. And while I was here, I got on the field app and I actually was looking for a female to see, are there any here locally while I'm traveling that that would maybe want to do that. And I just couldn't, I couldn't find one. I saw a couple of females that had matched with me, but I, I didn't see exactly what I was looking for, but I always thought if I ever did that with Cowboy Ed, it would be in that type of scenario where we were out of town, you know, like we are now. And I just found some local girl and, you know, we were able to just do that. And I was able to live out my little naughty fantasies about all this stuff, but it would be kind of safe, right? Because she's just in a different, different town and I'm sort of in control of the whole scenario and he doesn't even know her name (laughs) or her reacher. And I don't even know why that would, it's weird when I think about that. It's like, well, why would I, why would that bother me if he did? We've been open this whole time and we, we know about the other's partners and things like that. And not that it ever brings a warm feeling to my heart, but you know, I know it's there and I know what's going on. But with the threesome scenario, I always kind of, I think what made me feel safe with doing that or would make me feel safe with doing that is, you know, if I had more of the control with that. Yeah. I don't know why. And then it's weird. Like with other, other partners, I'm like, no, you just arrange the whole thing. (laughs) That's fine. It doesn't bother me. But anyway, I have been, as I was saying, since I've been out here visiting, like just these, that fantasy has just been sort of firing, firing off in my head again. And like, hmm, maybe I need to revisit that and yeah, just get some girl. I always kind of thought it would be really hot if, if I found this girl and then she came over before he came home and he would walk in on us together. Maybe there's a strap on involved (laughs) and we're just doing our thing. And he walks in on that. And then we're like, Hey, have a seat and just watch us for a minute grab that beer and sit down, enjoy the show. And then he gets to join in and just fuck us both or, or maybe I make her be submissive and, she just has to service me. It's all about me while he's pleasuring me too. That's the part I kind of like right there, guys. That sentiment right there. <laughs> if I could get a female and a male focused on me 100% of the time, that would be fucking fantastic. Are you sensing like a you're sensing a theme here? Me, 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 me. Yeah. No, I do. I do have a couple selfish fantasies, things like that. Absolutely where you get to be the star of the show, just the center of all that just sexy attention. Oh, fuck yeah. Who would not want that? Come on. I mean, this is, these are fantasies. These are things that you can do, but just 
and I, I hope I do get to do. There's a long list, but these are the ones that are just kind of floating up right now. But I mean, this is the stuff I just, I always, I come up with. And this is why I love sex so much, I guess, because there's just no limit. When I say, I say this on the show a lot, like, how can people get bored of sex? There's no, no shortage of fun and hot, sexy things to do. And oh my God. And ways to experience each other. And it it's not about how you're doing it. It's not about, I don't care. This podcast for me is always about everybody that's sexual. It's not about just quote unquote straight couples. It's about just anybody that has a consenting partner, whatever the sex is, how can you not, however you're oriented, how can you not want to enjoy all this fun pleasure between you and another person that you care about and that cares about you? There is just so, so much to do and experience. And it can be with one partner or multiple partners. Again, whatever, whatever's going on with consenting adults is a-okay. And personally, I am kind of a more of a one-on-one girl, but I can do, I can do people different, different, differently and separately, but I do prefer just that one really, really connected partner. And you get to explore all this with them and going to sex clubs. Like as I'm here, uh, Cowboy Ann's like, Hey, there's a really cool sex club. Check it out. And we haven't done that in a while. And I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will soon. It's it's on our radar. But just doing that kind of fun stuff where, you, again, you there's so many different ways to keep things interesting and spicy and fun and hot. And I think probably one of the things that strikes me the most about my dynamic with Cowboy Ann is that even after all this time, and all the things, all the hot things we have done, I never get tired of sex with him or any kind of just anything that we do that has physicality to it or connection to it. Whether it's, like I said, just the how close we will sleep together or being just all tangled up, the morning sex, the full on BDSM scenes to a quickie, to shower sex, to just straight missionary, to all the variety of the things we do. There's no, none of it's boring. None of it feels mundane or like I've done this 10,000 times or okay, now I do this and you do that and I do this and you do that. And then I come and you come and then we're done. You get stuck in those ruts, whether it's okay, he goes down on her first, eats her out, gives her an orgasm, and then they have penetrative sex, and then he comes. I was stuck in a cycle like that with someone for a long time, a long, long time ago, but those were like the kind of the patterns. Okay, you, we do this for me, and then we do that for you, and then we're done. And it gets mechanical and boring over time. And you got to have this spicy variety or just the permission give yourself the permission to have the spicy variety and the various options because it's fun. 
And it always, I mean, hmm, I don't know. It just, it always keeps your desire high for that person. And I know this show is mostly about what's happening in the bedroom. But the point is when you're keeping these things that level high, you're keeping that sexiness turned on high in the bedroom. It means that outside the bedroom, things are going to be phenomenal as well. It overflows. It lends itself to an excellent, things that are excellent outside of the bedroom. And I don't think, you know, and I think it's hard over time when your sex life dwindles and your connection, sexual connection dwindles, that other things are dwindling fast outside of the bedroom as well. But I really feel like great bedroom stuff and excitement in the bedroom keeps all the other stuff outside the bedroom fun, interesting, new, and intoxicating as well because you're just as interested in those things or they're heightened. They come up about 10 notches when the sex is good. So there we go, guys. I just wanted to uh, share little insights into what's going on with my current trip right now in Chicago. It's been very fun. I'm sure I'll have much more explicit information, (laughs) much more explicit episodes on my private podcast regarding this trip. But I just hope, my sincerest hope really is that this podcast just inspires you to connect more with your partner, have a better sex life, open your lines of communication, and really enjoy yourself sexually and really try to fulfill and go as far with your sexuality as you can. It doesn't get boring. It doesn't get old. And it it's always evolving. I mean, that's the fun part. It is always evolving, getting better. There's always a new rabbit hole to explore. And hopefully, you know, like I said, you've got a really good partner by your side to do all this fun stuff with. It really does. It is the spice of life. It does make things a whole lot better. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you guys stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Don't forget that I love, love, love your feedback. Always. It's one of my favorite things. So easy to do, guys. Just go to my website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You have five minutes. Let it rip. I do get back to each and every one of you personally. So just be patient, but I will get back to you. And I always love getting to know you. And, you know, you can share your intimate, most intimate, private things with me. Won't go any farther. I'm a good secret keeper. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.